This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 175, oh, good God, of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. Welcome into my home, where I force you to watch me play cat games. Yeah. I'm forever your unenthused host, Eric Getty Gettinger. With me, as... Sorry, there's just so many objects here for me to play with. Alex Arona, you're here, right? Uh, Stray really did something to your brain there, Getty. Mm-hmm. I played it and beat it real quick. Oh. You know, I was always aloof, so this is this is just adding more fuel to the fire. Walking around, not doing anything. Sometimes I would, you know, have people trip over me, and then I would meow at them furiously. Oh, you too, huh? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's push some cans off of this building. Ah, try and hit Joel DeWitt. You know, I I don't see why Xbox One X360 front kick doesn't have strength. That was good. <laughs> Nailed this real, real, real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe now is the best time to use a laser pointer on Getty. 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 Energy. Oh. Oh shit, we got, a, we got a podcast to do. <laughs> all right. All right, refocusing, uh, getting back in the zone. All right, all right, all right. Uh, this week, uh, we're going to take on some hordes and early adopters, dig up the past with the news, and then join the mafia. I'm not going to say it until we get to the, the backlog, but that's what our backlog is all about. So, Mafia activities. I'll leave it at that for now. The best kind of activities. Mm, mm, mm. Don't know. Don't know. Feel like that's not a, a good way illicit, to elicit activities. Elicit activity. That's better. All right. Let's uh, hop on over to early adopters where we play alphas, betas, and games that make me want to go grab my best stuffed friend. He's over on the shelf, but he's so far away. I can't get him. Do you, you, do got, you have a stuffed Steam Deck now? No, no, it's a it's an actual stuffed animal from when uh, I was a wee lad. Does yours have a poo stain too? No, Ugh. a poo stain. Okay, no, it's not what you think. I used to put uh, mine. I used not. to put mine as like lookout on top of lamps, and I didn't realize that you know you turn on the lamp and it burned his butt. Mm. This is not the first I've like I'm not I've I've heard that other people have done this. So I was curious if it was just me, but he's got a brown butt now. He's got a real chapped ass. Mm-hmm. Nice. It was weird because it just smelled like burning in that room. Like my hopes and dreams, but not like plushy from the sky. Oh, plushy from the sky. I don't know about you guys, but I got some serious like 
old school Sega Dreamcast meets uh, Saturn going. You think Dreams? Oh, right, yeah. No, no, no. Nights what, what in the was, Dreams. That's that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, or and, what, what was that game called? Uh, the uh, Balan Wonder Wonderworld. That's no, the newer one that came out, right? Balan Wonderland. Not not like that though. This has more <laughs> of the the old school graphics to it, and uh, yeah, uh, maybe some Mario sixty four vibes. A little. You got that too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit. With like the music, music definitely. It, it was a little more platform heavy, at least during that tutorial section that I expected. Uh, but uh, yeah, it had that sort of simplicity look, what with the cheerful vibes and, like you said, uh, that starting area. It was it had that thing going on where it's a flat platform that you're walking through, and then it had just like the color green on the ground and then little blades of grass that don't really cover everything all the way. Uh, This is, uh, I I take issue with the term (laughs) souls light anymore. Well, Um, you know, that wasn't even part of the demo, so we don't know exactly what that will take the form of. Well, I definitely don't think that, I, I definitely don't take offense to that, but I also, yeah, just the short, little slice of this game that we played i didn't get souls like from it yeah i i just i mean there there's one boss that, that you play in this demo um but I, I think that's where they were trying to show the souls like of it all and i i didn't gather that it almost felt more mario than a souls game in that you were doing a lot of jumping and running around and uh picking your shots when i think souls like my vision of it is like hard as hell 3d action game you have a certain amount of weight that you're having to deal or and work with and you're having to figure out the the timing and it's like a really precise window so i'm i'm gonna cut you off i felt like that during the boss fight the teddy bear mm -hmm. you wield him you only have a certain amount of stamina that you can use to strike i think that that's that's where they took the souls like portion was the fact that there was like a stamina bar. and then you have the heavy hit that you could do that would stun the boss for a couple of seconds that would open him up for more attacks mm-hmm. and the same thing with the I don't, I don't even know if i want to call it quick time events toward in the second phase of the boss fight but there was something going on there i i think that it's not perfect but i also don't know what the grand picture is going to look like when you can maybe level up your character i i got that from some of the pictures that are on the steam page mm-hmm. um, okay. maybe i'm just arguing linguistics then uh, <laughs> it's an, another time of me complaining about a description of something uh gameplay it's the the battle was pretty decent right it uh mm-hmm. the the monster itself was this uh sort of humanoid but he was like throwing around what looked like a doll of his own in some sense uh and swinging Which, it around it was- which was wild because the the doll he was swinging around looked pretty gross, like grotesque. But yeah. also, it looked more detailed than the monster was. Like the monster seemed low poly, but the the doll wasn't. Right. It was yeah. So obscenely large too. It it was <laughs> comically big, bigger than it. Right. Bigger yeah. than the boss. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and your character, which is the sort of like almost fairy like. Uh, frail looking girl with a teddy bear she's wearing one like a like a 90 or something like that 
nightgown yeah 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 so like the juxtaposition of that colorful character against this sort of like muddy dark uh grotesque looking thing is is really funny and i think it's really uh striking like i kind of liked the the contrast between the light and colorful and the sort of dark and grimy that they were going for with so i think they got the right idea in that sense of like how to visually portray this stuff to make it unique um and then the combat was decent too You, you know the the boss head patterns that you had to learn and follow and they you know, this is where again, like the term "souls light" breaks down for me. But it it was approachable, challenging, but not that tough. You know, uh, and the moves itself, it was nice that you had a, a ranged shot. So like you'd have bullets that you would basically collect as you beat up on the boss, and then you could use those to shoot at the boss, and it wouldn't affect your stamina at all. So I, I think there's a lot going for this game. Um, I. I pray that they understand that a mouse and keyboard is not the way to go for this kind of game. <laughs> I, I really struggled with the controls, guys. Um, yeah, and, the controller didn't offer too much support. Yeah, I feel like because they, they would have they had like spots where it would say like press this button for to shoot and attack, but it, it wasn't ma- correctly mapped to the controller. So you really were kind of stuck using the mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I mean, all, all the tutorial stuff pointed to the keyboard and, and mouse for inputs. It didn't give any direction for uh, controllers. So oh, mine, mine did, but really? it didn't work. It didn't work. Um, Interesting. Like, every other button worked. But, not, like, uh, the face buttons worked, but the triggers wouldn't activate what they needed to, which actually hmm. s- hindered my progress because you needed to use uh, the triggers. Yeah. So uh, I actually had to switch to mouse and keyboard or else I couldn't progress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, keyboard and mouse is not ideal. Uh, hopefully, the developer you know can take note of that and and shore things up a little bit on that. I hope that they don't delve too deep into the tougher stuff. Like I, I would love it if this stayed closer to your more typical action uh, combat adventure game. Uh, just as from my standpoint, it's more approachable. Uh, yeah, I don't have to be angry <laughs> while I play the game. Uh, but I, I'd be curious to see what happens beyond that. Um, how much did you guys struggle with the actual boss? There's a common soul, like I know, uh, kind of souls-like trope where uh, it's called getting greedy. There's like a point where the boss has like a sliver of health left, and you're like, I could just, I could do one more hit and get to that, but you die anyways, and mm-hmm. the, you, know, you call that being greedy. I definitely had that exact vi- like thing happen to me, and I was just like, mm, I. I'm so close. <laughs> so I did. I had to do it like three times, but it, it, it baited you into it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I just I'm gonna die, but it's gonna die first. Nope. Yeah, and that second phase, having to dodge during the the slowdown, mm-hmm. that's what kept getting me. It's yeah. just didn't didn't realize which way I needed to dive, and then I was like, oh well, you know what? Give it another shot. And then finally Duck. got it. Duck, dodge, dive, and dodge. Yep. I mean, the nice thing about this demo is it's brief, so it wasn't too painful to jump back on that horse and try again. Yep. Yeah, and I definitely liked that uh, he would do a a horizontal swing, like spin, and you could, like, double jump over it. So that's what I used for the most part. All right. Should we put away the stuffed animals? 
Mm, let's get real. Let's get gritty. Oh yeah, uh, Philadelphia <laughs> Flyers gritty. Talking about no. <laughs> oh man, I should go grab that stuffed animal and bring him. I have a gritty plushie here with me as we move on to an actually gritty game of Leaden Sky. Uh, this was very dark. <laughs> it was yes. very vo- both serious. emotionally, both emotionally and like uh, and in in light, the actual amount of light in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot lot going on with this demo. A lot of grays, a lot of grays. I, a lot of shades of gray. There's something to be said about uh, the use of that color palette with games that are developed around Eastern Europe. I feel like there's been several games that we've played, and, uh, you know, even in playing Median, sorry, Medium, that also Mm. had a lot of the the grays and uh, a lot of dark dark colors. But uh, this this is an interesting game. It is Um, Polish, is it not? Yes. Okay. Uh, It's 2D side-scrolling... I, but it's more real. That that whole gritty thing is definitely true of it. Your character, he has uh, a weight to him. Uh, he's got all of this armor that he's wearing as he's going around and trying to defeat mercenaries and monsters that have popped up due to a uh, power plant that was constructed by the government. And uh, there's a deeper story there about loss and and love, but man, between the monsters and just how crazy everything around him is, it, it was a wild ride. And then they 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 throw in there with like almost comic book style cutscenes that are just emotionally Moving impactful. That are just like, and they're, and they're not like, they're not like super depressing. But what it, it's like, it's it's very much like him and his significant other like talking intimately, and like, and they're not talking about the monsters. They're not talking about the zombies. They're just like, it, it's almost like a fly on the wall. Like, it's a cold one today. It's rough, you know. I can't sleep, and it's like like just real like little like little peeks into their their li- their normal lives before they go out and like face you know, ungodly terrors of, you know, zombies and people trying to murder them. And it, it, it makes it, it, it makes it so much darker when you know that like there, there is, uh, there is a consequence to their death. But that, that's what really makes the dialogue stuff really good though. Right. Because y- yeah. you think about like a lot of games when the characters are talking to themselves during these life altering events or bleak times, so much of the dialogue is talking about the bleak times they're in or something like that, where I think for most people, the truth would be really like you sort of settle into a new normal and your new normal might just be like, well, it's just me and you. I don't want to talk about my feelings. Let's just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and figure out the or, next day and you don't have to always like you know talking about zombies 24 7 then going out and shooting zombies 24 7 that conversation gets old so you start talking about just like normal stuff and what life is you know what i mean what it what is your like what do you think about what you're doing you know yeah and, and but what it does well in this game too is that 
you don't miss out on sort of the backdrop and story stuff because like Daddy alluded to, uh, they drip feed some of the story stuff through the level. So the level mm-hmm. I played through this, you would get to certain sections in between finding doors where it would give you an option to pop up a little bit of a blurb and it would give a little bit of a story about the events that took place. And in this one, it was something to the effect of the government tried to set up a power plant for an alternative energy source things went awry some sort of explosion happened or something and it caused a ton of damage and created these sort of apparitions out of it and that, that's sort of what you're fighting through this level that we played through are these sort of dark shadows that almost have like an electric field to them as they mm. run by you see that's the weird part though because it's a dream sequence yeah yeah mm, i guess i didn't catch that did you? How far I, did you, did you well, make it through? Okay, the... yeah. Full full transparency here. Uh, this is what happened to me. I I got to a point where <laughs> you went to a room where there okay. is a door yeah. with a padlock. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I couldn't find my way out there. Okay. And it doesn't let you take the door that you came in back out. So I was like, tisk tisk tisk, Joel. So there's there's a lot of different stuff that you have to do during the course of. This demo with the dream sequence. I didn't make it past there either, Joel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess here we go. (laughs) It's it's Mario time for Getty once again. (laughs) All right. So the dream sequence, there's uh, elements of it where you have to, you know, there's different weapons that you can get, you can collect. And uh, those weapons are also out in the real world. But the monsters that you're talking about, yeah, they're really cool in the fact that they're made out of electricity, but they're not the most menacing thing that you face. Did anybody get to the the creep that was in uh, that, that you can't even see until he's just like a, a an electrical beam flying across the stage? Getty, you know we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's in the dream sequence. I wasn't sure how far uh, you got. Oh, okay. Mm. So okay, there's yeah. there's one point where. You make it to a door, you uh, go through, find that there's a key on the ground, pick up the key, and then you immediately have to run. And if you stop even for a second, there is this just monster that's chasing you, and it's a pure electricity. If you stop for a second, you're done. So then, after the dream sequence, you wake up, and uh, Johanna, I believe was the, the female character, yep. she says something like, how did you sleep? And he's like, we go now because <laughs> he did that it was a terrifying nightmare yeah agreed uh, uh, but then after that you make your way towards the power plant you fight some of the mercenaries that he alludes to towards the beginning and then uh stuff gets crazier from there wow, you, okay you know the uh this is a perfect example of a game where uh, less can be more in, in that the gameplay i mean you're talking about 2d linear side scrolling action uh mm-hmm. you're using your mouse to sort of direct a reticle Aim. Yep. to where you're aiming and shooting and it's like a harsh transition when you're going from left to right trying to move the gun too because there's this threshold that you have to push hard to actually follow and get over and the enemies are coming in waves that are really constraining and so that kind suffocating of suffocating almost yeah that kind of pressure works really well though because it it forces you to be really 
snappy with your decisions between, okay, I've got this many bullets left on this gun. This person's close to me. I'll just stab them. <laughs> and you got to get those headshots. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. You, and you're, you die fast because I was over, I got swarmed a couple times where I was like, nope. And it just ends like, okay. Use yeah. the healing pack though, right? I had not got, when I was getting swarmed, I didn't have that yet. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But, but yeah, it, it's, it's a small. I got swarmed like almost instantly. So it like the healing pack was a little There's, bit. there's some spots that can get pretty dicey. I'll tell you, you saw part of it. Mm. The one gripe that I have. Mm-hmm. Joel, to your credit, less is more. That's exactly how I feel. The game needs to remove the platforming portion that I. <laughs> I felt like I was completely out of place. Mm-hmm. Sans that, everything else was very enjoyable and uh, very cohesive. It makes for a very compelling story, too, that I would mm-hmm. not mind playing. Mm hmm. Yeah, I okay. I can see that critique. It, it, I definitely fumbled with that when I got to that. It just point. didn't feel like it belonged. It, it the the inertia you have moving that character doesn't feel like it belongs on a platformer. Like I I agree. It, he's, he's it's almost like a like uh, Gears of War heavy. Right. Yeah. That that kind of heaviness. Like, sure, a platformer could do that. Should they? I don't know. <laughs> and that's why you don't see that in Gears of War. I, Yet. You know you. We played it, yeah. There's not really too many parts where you're jumping. There's a lot more hiding behind cover, and that's what the character does in this. Yeah, and the, the, there was, uh, uh, you know, we had we. This is becoming kind of a genre that I'm recognizing because I played De- uh, Deadlight, and then also there was another beta that I had referenced that reminded me of uh, those the Battle Royale. That was oh uh, uh, shoot. I wish was it I, the I, Dead Side Club that we yes, played. Yes, Dead, Dead Side, Side Club. Club. Yes. That one was also very similar with the two D shooting. So um, and zombies apparently. So De- uh, Deadlight, which I play for the backlog. These these just kind of remind me of these like you can tell a good enriching story in a two D plane. Uh, Deadlight w- and Dead Side Club had more of the platforming. I think this one could just stick solely on the writing alone. I think that is what this game should be or at least what that's like that's what i would come to it for is just that writing alone it's those intimate moments and those like those uh those story beats about what happened to that world you know you don't you're you're telling a story that feels like uh like a kind of a little bit like like almost like the last of us and like impactful emotional nuance you don't need to hit somebody over the head with it you could just like give little bits and pieces that just put you in like this is their day to day not this is the apocalypse and we need to save the world that's actually a very good comparison in terms of story it's my money and i need it now yeah so i just i I think that it does again the platforming doesn't need to be there it could just be uh a very well-written story yeah and i would i would be very happy with that agreed you guys you guys good Maybe instead of platforming, they can do a thing where you have to walk on a fine, thin red line through a maze while babies cry at you and nothing. What I, I'm the only one played Max Payne. No, no, uh, I, Getty I, I loved played, Max Payne. Okay. I played Max Payne. Sorry, okay. I had a dog that just scampered <laughs> off, so that's going to be on the track. I'll mute it out. Um, Go ahead and mute out my comment, but, too. So. Yeah, No, no. Uh, 
the problem with that Max being Payne. that Max Payne is a, a 3D, so it's a... So maybe platforming is the, the analogous thing. I don't, I don't know if it is. I, I feel like <laughs> that you could probably do something with it, maybe divergent paths. Yeah, and you can have, and like you saw the, the some of those buildings end. had had doors, right? There was multiple doorways. You can have like maze like doors that way. Doors on doors on doors. Yeah, like doors you, on doors on doors. You go through a, a door, and then you have to memorize the pattern of which doors you need to go through in order to make it through. Yeah, you know what might be cool is uh, you know some of those Contra games. They had the levels where instead of doing left to right, it was like a uh, forward facing, like you were in a shooting gallery. Should do, oh, do yeah. some of those. Definitely all something right. to think about and consider. All right. Yeah. I'm all out of bullets, so let's take a break to reload. Here we go. Hey, news. Heard there's nothing interesting going on this week. There's no news. Segment canceled. <laughs> All right, fine. There's news. Uh, that, news that pertains to the podcast, most of it. Looks like we have some release dates for, for a couple of games here. We got Curse Crackers, For Whom the Bell Toils. It's going to get released on August 31st, coming at the end of this month. You guys remember that one? You played through the entire demo, right? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, j- shout out to Jeff Jeff Oliva. Love that dude. Yep, he was the, uh, the hot lead that we had on that one because he worked on the game, yeah? Yeah, he's a good guy too. For real though, this, this does look really good. I'm excited for it. You know what also, you know what I'm excited for? Fashion fashion police release date August 15th. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Boom. Punching the air. Fashion police squad. Let's go. Yeah. Excited. Drink some mocktails. My question is Uh Steam Deck. Ooh. Is it going to be deck verified? Oh, man. Spider Man just got deck verified. Can it not run if it's not deck verified? If yes, it, it, okay. it can. It can, but the ability to play. So there's some games that are like, you can still play with some working around. There's the deck verified ones, which have the set controls. And then there's ones that are like, don't even bother trying. Like mm. Civ. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't looked to see if that's... Uh, I, I tried playing that on Switch. It it doesn't work well on controllers. Huh? You know? So how, how long until we get accessories so you can use a mouse and keyboard on a Steam Deck? I think there's all you need is like a, a, a USB-C hub, uh, USB hub, and then you can do it. You know that it has the keyboard built into it, yeah. Like well, a physical yes, keyboard? Saying, no. No, no I, I want to play... I want to play. Keyboard. I want to play Civ on my Steam Deck, sitting yeah. on a desk. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> hold yeah, on. There's ways to do that. One, you ain't got no Steam Deck. <laughs> also, you got a 3080. Two, 
why are you going to play that? Play something that's, <laughs> that you have to write a review for. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> also, I'm going to say that, you again, all you need is a USB-C uh, hub. Then you can do that. I mean, you also got to do like a USB to HDMI uh, conversion in there. But yeah, you can do all that. All right. You, I think we're done. You, you know, up I just tool. I just wanted it as close as I can to like the Sega Genesis with a 32X with a Sega CD attachment uh, on top of like a Sega Saturn <laughs> and then like Sonic 1, Sonic Knuckles. <laughs> That's what I'm telling there's, you. I there's have just nonstop dog on my track now. Yeah. <laughs> I know River's now part it. of the podcast. You can't take <laughs> it out. I can. Don't take him out. He's my son. <laughs> What's next? Wait, What's next, Getty? <laughs> uh, Game Pass. Game Pass is not getting Stray, but it is getting Offworld Trading Company and Two Point Campus. Are these games that are interesting to you guys? Alex, you played Offworld, Offworld before, didn't you? Yes, Offworld Trading Company is a fun. Uh, uh, you're like on the you're on Mars and you're you're creating uh, you're creating an economy uh, on the game where you're trying to like buy <clears throat> and sell uh, commodities on Mars and uh, you're doing that to find you know you know, launch rockets to find more commodities or do broker deals with your rivals and eventually trying to supersede them and it also has a multiplayer mode where you can uh, just try to out you know out buy and outsell your uh rivals i played this uh when they did the multiplayer uh beta test so that's why that's on here also people are just excited for two point hospital uh, two point campus because it's a brand new hot game from the makers of two point hospital those are sim type games i think yep yeah hmm. and it's our job to announce the indies which uh, I believe Offworld Trading Company qualifies, as well as the next one, Getty. What is this? Mortuary. Did assistant. we play this Mortuary no. Assistant? Out Just now. It's a hot new indie ev- that has the world and the internet a bubbling. A bubbling. Is it? Because it is of a. How yeah, d- give us the. Give us a thirty-second elevator pitch on Mortuary Assistant. A house flipper, but you're a mortuary assistant. Then on top of that, uh, there are, are deathly horrifying things that are happening while you're trying to work on dead bodies. There's some mouth horrors. Hmm. Well, that is when you're working on monster. the dead bodies. But at the same time, there are like monsters scaring the crap out of you as you're trying to work. So imagine house flipper, but working on a dead I, body. I think that's more scares. That's more than I'd want on a house flipper like. <laughs> You know, Joel, you got to have a sim for everything, right? I was thinking about picking up PC Builder Simulator. Why? I don't know, because I'm almost done with House Flipper. Just chasing, <laughs> chasing the high. <laughs> I got to chase that dragon. Maybe I'll get Mortuary Assistant. I can't. It's ri- If you watch it the trailer, so it scary. Is, it's so scary. It looks really? so scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's really scary. All, all this first person and you're, you're in And it's not like one house. type of... Sc- it's not one type of scare. It's like corpses ri- like rising and then all of their bones snapping. But also demon child at the window, uh, ring monster on the counter, ghost popping behind you. There's a lot going oh, on. Oh, man, it's- Joel, you like take your clipboard, look at it for a second, and then you mm. put it down and the corpse, like all of his bones snap around and point and Slender oh, Man comes yeah. out and grabs you. It's, yeah. This is terrible. Nope. <laughs> that, <laughs> no. That's real life? 
I, I'm in. Whoa. I'm in. I'll do it. <laughs> I will do this. Well, somebody's got to pick Joel, it up you... for twenty. It's on sale right now. Twenty two forty nine. The problem with you, Joel, is that you said that publicly on record now. That's your problem. I was hoping so... that we were just going to play that new. Oh, we uh, will. Dark pictures. We'll beat it. Yeah, dark pictures. We could just have like a a full horror extra life. I hate uh... everything. Yeah, well, Joel, you'll be in control of Mortuary Assistant. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear a word about flashlights. I'm just going to put that down. It's now. okay. It appears that there are no flashlights because <laughs> the lights are going to keep going off. <laughs> horrifying. Horrifying stuff. Can you get us out of here to the next one? Uh, nope. I just want... I just want to watch the rest of this Mortuary Assistant trailer and get freaked right the hell out. It really is. All right, I think this is the third time that we're going to say new hotness. So I know that Alex yep. wrote this one in here. Uh, there's a. I'm just announcing. I'm just announcing the new indies that have the internet a bubbling. Meet your maker. New game from Doom 2016 mixed. It's Doom 2016 mixed with Minecraft. And then Hell there's yeah. a, a link in here for me to click on. And so uh, the reason I wanted you guys to check out this trailer is because um, you are going to be you're not you're not you're kind of in an open world. There are uh, what they call um, outposts that are built by players, so you can modularly build an outpost and place demons, a la you know like build your own dungeon that is supposed to trap and murder other players. And then they go in Doom 2016 style. The soundtrack kicks in, and they're slaughtering demons and avoiding traps. This is, uh, yeah, yeah, yep. There's it looks it looks it looks cool as hell. A lot of violence going on here. And then again, you will build your own outposts, and you're like, man, they're gonna fall into this pit, and they're gonna get swarmed by these dozens of monsters, and then I'm gonna throw in a. You know, a lava. So why wouldn't you just like compare this it's, it's to Mario Maker? Mario Maker. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> As I say, that's Do the other comparison. Doom Maker. Too. Yeah. yeah. Doom yeah. Maker. Well, meet your maker. Yeah, I don't. I don't really see Minecraft here. The Minecraft comes in that everything is kind of modular. Hmm. Per you know, it's a it's a square room for square room. Well, for square I'm room. modular. So. Mm hmm. You are half robot. Yeah. Exactly. And a quarter jerk. No, more than a quarter. At least 33%. <laughs> repeating. Getty. New... Did you like... Did you watch that Tomb Raider movie? Uh, which one? The newest the new one? one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard that the IP has been released. So they're yeah, not they, making a sequel. Nope, they said no more. That lady has been... Uh, she's no longer Tomb Raider. It's okay. She, I want to watch it. There's Angelina Jolie, so... I want to watch that one. You should. I think I will. I got to watch that, the Resident Evil movie that you never wanted to watch with me. I just finished watching the Resident Evil series. Mm-hmm. You saw how it connects. Yeah, not as, uh, I mean, uh, there were some pretty cringy parts in that, but I think that last episode was the biggest, like, ugh, of the whole thing. Otherwise, but, I, I mean, thought it did a pretty got, good job. They, they got to the, the series, though. Oh, yeah, but... I don't think that they're going to make a second season for that, so... It's real stupid. A lot of people hated it. Like, straight up really hated it. My brother liked it. I'm glad. I can talk to Phil about it then. Hell yeah. 
I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad that I said Phil and it wasn't actually your other brother because that would have been real weird. Okay. So for for somebody who isn't super into Resident Evil, is it a worthy watch or is it somebody who knows the stuff that appreciate it? You would probably be able to pick up on some of the visuals and uh, get a fair amount of stuff going on. I think that you would only like it if you are like a diehard fan, not because of the content, but I feel like if you're a diehard fan, you've put up with some real stupid bullshit. <laughs> it's like like the the story of Resident Evil, even up to now, the current, it's real. Like you, like I'm not saying it's stupid as in bad. I'm saying it's real stupid. Like some some shits. This the the answer to why things are happening is real stupid. Kojima. So, that's yeah kojima level of like man this is real dumb but i'm gonna play the next game because i'm curious how they're gonna keep going with that stupidity so 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 it's like um, dlc announced for eight re8 so 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 you're saying so you're saying in the the kind of stupid where like there is a through line of logic that tries to make sense of of it all you know though it wouldn't make sense without everything else in it yes and so like with this new one you can watch it. You can go in completely, like, uh, not know the series at all and still be fine. But at the same time, you're going to be like, man, this sure is dumb. And you're not, like, if, if you've played them all, you're like, man, this sure is Resident Evil dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how I so felt. That, I was like, well, okay. that sure explains why there's giant ass spiders. But <laughs> yeah. was this necessary? No, not at all. What's yeah. that? So that that's giant that, That's what I mean is that. That's weird. Yeah, Resident Evil fans are kind of a, uh, accustomed to a certain level of stupidity, just like you know Metal Gear Solid fans. Okay, All it's, right. it's got so, a, a fair amount of stupidity. It's not as campy as I would have liked, but there's still some camp there. I still think that you should play those games, though, Joel. Uh, one through four, and then uh, seven and eight. The the campiness and story are like they are. They, you, you start to like have favorites of characters oh, like again, Seven Kaj- and Kojima eight. level. It, that is like really Kojima level. You're just anything. like, man, Chris Redfield sure is stupid, but man, he's a badass, and I kind of like what you know that kind of thing. Yeah, that is mostly a blind spot in my uh, video game experience. I played two way back in the day, mm-hmm. and I I think I think that you would like where they are now mm-hmm. and where they go from there. If you okay, want to like, play uh, Resident his... Evil Eight in third person mm-hmm. mode. That's part of the DLC that's coming out. <laughs> I did see uh, two at uh, GameStop for like twelve bucks now. So, Pick it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. that, that seemed like it's worth it. If, if you if you start going through them, I'll go through them with you. Uh, that's a that's a backlog that I've had. I've had I have the first three remakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like ready to go. Ke- Kelly and I are gonna still chew through the quarry probably another like three times, but uh, I will need something spooky, scary after that. So. Yeah, maybe I'll jump on that. I'll do it with you. And I'll have your back. More quarry action. <laughs> Moral support. <laughs> Just like I have your back when you're playing uh, the bad guy in Disco Elysium. Does that there have something important to do with the next piece of news? It does. The creator of Disco Elysium is looking for artists with a love of sci-fi and space. What kind of space? Like outer space? Outer space. Not Which gives a little space. hint as to as to what he's working on now. Okay. So that's kind of exciting. Is it? Exciting. I think so. Hmm. 
Joel needs to make it through Disco so that he can dance his way into the freebies. Woo, freebies! (laughs) Insert sound here. Freebies. 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 (laughs) Freebies this week. We have Unrailed over at the Epic Games Store. Unrailed is a a train It is a train track builder voxel game where you're uh, grading you're collecting resources to continue to build your train faster than an opponent uh it has multiplayer but also is mostly playing against a computer i uh found it i I did a review uh for it on nintendo switch i found it really slow and like too plotting that i i didn't I didn't get a, a rush at all of like of playing competitively against my friends. I just felt like I was waiting for the next thing to occur. Mm. So sad, but it's free now in Epic Game Store. So if you want to check it out, might be good with the kids. Might be good with also, more people. Sounds like very, yeah, but also again very slow. All right, and then we have Republic over on Steam. That's Republic. Republic with a Q-U-E at the end. And I am very excited to tell you guys that you guys should probably get Republic. This game looks to be a... uh, You're a woman named Hope escaping uh, via third-person stealth uh, through what looks like a dystopian world where the government has entirely taken over and you are trying to escape. It looks so sick. Uh, I am very excited uh, to check this out. Um, oh, yeah. you can get it on VR too. Sick. Ooh. Yeah, and it, it again, you're hiding, you're you're looking in for cover. I don't really think there's combat. It's mostly just story heavy, uh, and it's episodic. It looks like so. There's five episodes. Uh, I have already downloaded it, so I'm very excited to give that a shot, and I recommend everybody else do so as well. Yeah, Republic. if you're hearing clicking right now, that's exactly what I'm doing. Yep, with a Q-U-E at the end. With a Q-U-E. Well, there was actually more news than I had anticipated, so I guess we didn't skip this segment. But we will take another break before we get back to that backlog blog. Be right back. Uh, let's start it up. And we're back. Back with the Backlog Blog, where we play games. Business management is key, guys. Business management. Actually, I heard Alex didn't do any of the the side stuff or any of the side business building in Yakuza 0. That's not true. I did some of it. I did more of the club management. The club management, managing the girls. Getting fans, I did that. Only, only fans, really, only. This this is very on brand. The backlog this week is only focused on Yakuza Zero, so we're just going to put a heavy spoiler warning right here. 
Okay, so this isn't the last time I'm gonna I'm gonna do the this is the the final follow up. It's fresh in my mind. I I I beat it and then I paused it because I I was doing other things and I literally watched all the credits today, like this like hours ago, like an hour ago, and uh, I have finished Yakuza Zero. It is a prequel. They came out with Yakuza one through five first, and then. What I have, and, and there's a little bit of spoilers. It's not really going to go into the ending of Yakuza 0. But the reason why it's only kind of not spoilers is because if you've played Yakuza 1, you meet established characters that are in Yakuza 0. So there's no way, like, Yakuza 0 is leads right into 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. Uh, just, it was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, go back to 0, and then they made 6 to tie up the Kiryu saga. Uh, you are Kiryu, a disgraced Yakuza, and it's actually a dual story where you are uh, playing as Kiryu for certain chapters, and you are also playing as Goro Majima, a uh, established and sophisticated club owner uh, in the who is also a disgraced Yakuza from a different clan. Yakuza's in Japan feel like they're a business. Like, you know, if you, CBS Viacom is at the top, then there's subsidiaries and then there's subsidiaries on subsidiaries and it goes down uh, in a pyramid style fashion. So uh, Goro Najima, uh, Majima and Kiryu are in separate clans and they don't know each other, which is interesting because you're playing these stories and there's about 17 chapters and I want to say that all of a sudden they 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 this they don't meet each other, but the stories interject like intercept each other at like chapter eleven. So you're playing a character for a chapter, then you're playing another character as a chapter, then you go back to the first guy, and you go back and forth, back and forth, and you're like, this is very cool. They're very different. Who do you Kiryu prefer? You is this? Oh, uh, Goro 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 Majima. He's, the, okay. he's awesome. He starts, his introduction is he's a club owner and it's just like, you know, a cabaret and there's a drunken patron and uh, he, he he's the owner. So, you know, the, the customer is always right. He's very buttoned up. And um, the, the, the customer tries to fight him and he just like dances around him in a very like uh, fabulous fashion. It's very cool. And he's more charismatic overall. Yeah, the Ki- way you play is that Kiryu is sort of a stone-faced, serious, all the time character, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's funny to put Kiryu in silly situations where he has to wear funny outfits. Uh, Goro Majima is generally just kind of on board for some of the silliness, so you get some some real cute, cartoony stuff with him. Um, it is a beat 'em up where you're doing these like kind of very condensed, like a small arena fi- fights. You know, you'll be walking and all of a sudden some punks will surround you and then it just goes into combat mode. You get three styles. One is a, he- uh, a normal, uh, a light, which gives you like different like movements, more dodge based, more quick hits that don't do a lot of damage. And then a heavy uh, where you just dish out a ton of damage, but you don't get a lot of movement. The way that that plays out, you see their fighting styles change. Kiryu, very straightforward. Goro uh, Majima. His, his, he's got the regular thug, you know, fists up. His light style, he's a breakdancer. So he's <laughs> doing head spins, kicking people in the face repeatedly. 
and uh, his heavy style, he just pulls out a baseball bat and he's just wailing on people and uses them kind of like nunchucks, like around his shoulders. So that's very fun. That's why I like uh, Majima better. The story is very dramatic and it's a little hard to follow for me just because it's so many, like this subsidiary of this, co- of this part of the clan is trying to take over but also there's an like you know there's a t- plot twist where another subsidiary comes in it's like oh there's another part of the clan and and you're just kind of this like, seems I, I'm on point for what I understand about the series and what I've played between like a dragon and judgment yeah it's supposed to be more dramatic cuz it's a twist but for me I'm like I don't is that is that another oh, okay it's another cl- okay it's another clan okay Okay, I, I'm I'm following. Okay, the, and this is it, another clan. It's definitely head. The, the same kind of stuff that you encounter in like a dragon. I I don't think that it's terribly different. It's like oh, well, there's this group that now is trying to to break in and and take over this area. No, no, we can't allow that to happen. Oh wait, there's another. Yeah, yeah. This it, is it, is it something where you expected that as like a precursor history prior to the events, and you felt like yours, you know it was met with this idea of shock each time in the story. I can't imagine yes, that it, if it, you played the original that you would be totally surprised by it. Well, I think it's it's not so much that it's a previous history that the other games bring in. I have something to say about that in a minute. But it's more about the fact that I, I guess it's more that the names kind of got lost on me. They kind of explain this is the head of this clan and this, and like throughout like very, your introduction, people you that are going to be head. important later on yeah. and you meet the head of the clans, but I don't remember their names mm-hmm. because they kind of give you like, Oh, here's a meeting with the top six heads of the clan. And then they all kind of be in, or end up important. And I'm like, I kind of recognize that guy's face. I don't remember what he was doing. Oh, it was a twist. Now I'm fighting him instead. Oh, is that important? Oh, it is a big deal. I guess, you know, that kind of thing. And of course, there's always like the, you fight somebody and sometimes they're honorable and they like, like someone's going to try to shoot you after the big dramatic fight and he'll get in the way. And it's like, this, this is a real man. And he is, he is, you know, I fought him and he was just, he was such a, a perfect fighter and a perfect man. So now I'm going to protect him with my life while someone's trying to shoot at him. And so it's, it's like a real, there is a lot of honor to these conversations as well. It's, it's 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 a it's a lot these games are very dramatic and i like it i really i really had a good time um with the combat you're doing that brawler combat but you also get uh three meters that will fill up and they're just the same meter but it just fills up three times and you can perform they call heat actions which will are are basically just brutal brutal cutscenes where you'll just grab somebody and like smash their head on the wall and then punch it against the wall repeatedly or you'll flip them upside down to suplex them but you'll jump like seven feet in the air before slamming them onto their heads just these really epic things and when you you could pick up items as well um and so you could like pick up a giant bike and do a heat move where you just like like you throw the bike in the air and then grab them and smash their head into the mid air bike. And then it just shatters into pieces on their head. Just stuff like that. It's very fun and very, it's very satisfying. The the brief time I played, I think it was, it might've been Yakuza one or what Yakuza zero zero. I don't remember. Uh, the combat 
so a lot of combat in brawlers today they go for sort of the sleek smooth everything feels fluid kind of look and style to it this is very almost rigid in the way things move it's like all the punches and kicks are just really hard fast things when you knock against people you you pick something up and hit somebody with it it is very fast harsh movement and uh, it is its own it's got weight it, yeah, it is its own style in that way, and I think it actually works pretty well. It it harkens back to that sort of almost like PlayStation Two brawler kind of era, but well, these 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 originally were. Yeah, so it's but it's of a style, and I don't even think I wouldn't even say it's like aged. I just think it's of its time, and that's kind of cool that it retains that feeling, you know. And 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 that's kind of why I like it is because it felt like not a lot of things around right now. Mm-hmm. It's something that I'm currently not playing. I'm not playing three games that are very similar. It's like, no, this is... And even the heat moves, every time I'm like, oh my god, you just smashed someone's face against a railing by the teeth. Teeth <laughs> first. Ooh. But, you know, it, that that's what you got to do uh, when you're a Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Um, so the plot of the story is that uh, there is a... a the Kamurocho part of Japan, there is a revital, revitalization project where they're going to be beautifying parts of the city. And the Yakuza have bought up all of the the real estate to make profit. But there's one little patch of land that's like a vacant parking lot that they cannot find the owner. So to halt the whole process, someone uh, kill, murders somebody on the patch of land and blames Kiryu. So it's from there to try to clear your name, and then it also becomes a giant grab bag of of everybody trying to find out who owns a plot of land. On the other side, Goro Kijima, he's trying to get back into the Yakuza while owning the big cabaret club. And he uh, somehow gets, uh, he gets hired to assassinate somebody that'll get him back into the good graces of the Yakuza. And he finds out it's a young girl and does not want to do that. So he then spends the rest of the game trying to protect her. And, of course, as it turns out, she's the one that owns the plot of land. <laughs> that's a twist. That's the, like, that's... <laughs> but what happens from there is, like, everything else around it. And, and it's just crazy, crazy craziness of, uh, of the story and the different clans and everything like that. The the one the couple things I did want to mention that kind of uh, there are there's so many systems, so many systems that the game presents with you. You know, you having a, a real estate business. This is this is the funny thing. Like when Alex warned me about like a dragon, he was like, "Man, there's like this, 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 and this that you're gonna have to do," and uh, I did them. And uh, I was, at times I was kind of surprised by the diversity in the different stuff that you could do from uh, like a Pac-Man-esque coin col- uh, can collection game all the <laughs> way to the boardroom simulation where you have to beg and plead with the shareholders and use special yep. moves to <laughs> to try and convince them to invest in your company. So uh, there, these are more serious though, I imagine. Uh, no, well, yes and no. The Kiryu, Kiryu's business, is, and there's there's also there's, uh, and I just want to say there are batting cages, arcade games. Yep. There are uh, I've 
there is one side mission where a little girl just needs wants all the stuffies, so you have to go through the claw machine. I did all those and got all the claw machine uh, stuffies for her, which leads into like a fight where some guy's extorting her mother. You know, these there's um, go karts where you can buy go kart pieces. Zoo like comes to ch- town, and one of the tigers breaks free, and you have to fight the tiger. By there's 17 chapters. Like chapter 12, I somehow discovered there's crafting. Not that I missed it. I went into a shop randomly, and the shop's like, oh, here you are. Look at We can go and ship somebody over to go find a and it comes and it's got a timer. We'll ship somebody overseas and they'll find you a weapon. And it's like got a timer of like 30 minutes and they will literally that character you have to wait 30 minutes in game and then come back and then they're like, "Here, I got you this item." And we and it also comes with recipes and like you can craft more items and they'll have and it just takes time and we can also go overseas and find you more recipes and more re- and I'm like, "Where were you? Like this is this is this is all and that's kind of like a little bit of the problem is that like at chapter 12 shit's popping off like someone just murdered my friend and i gotta go do something else and i gotta oh wait you know majima is getting threatened over here and that's real serious so we got to take care of that and it's i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and craft right now i'm sorry this is Hmm. like i'm really invested in this story at this point so that's that's where i'm at with that but it feels like the game is built for a world. Like my brother told me, he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm playing Yakuza. I'm like, how long have you been playing? He's like 40 hours. And I'm like, where are you at? And he goes, chapter three. <laughs> like, what are you doing? He goes, I, pl- I do a lot of karaoke. I do a lot of go-karting. Yeah. You know, I, I'm like, That's okay, you playing the, the game just to, I have. <laughs> to be in the world. Well, he, he has no intention of, to do he just, stuff he sees it, to try he sees it like things. an open, he sees it like an MMO. He's like gonna go in. It kind of is. Do a couple rounds. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna do a couple rounds of uh, you know karaoke, and it's got a rhythm game element and a score and a point thing. And he's gonna go do something else. Yeah, you can and that's get ranked globally. Yeah. Um, Don't screw so around. Here you like this is real the, stuff that you can you can do and experience yeah. in the games. It's fascinating. It it honestly is. And so Kiryu's business is that he uh, he becomes part of a, a real estate company. So you can go around and purchase shops and then you can recruit managers and security and accounts managers and you assign them and they have they have ranks, they level up, they have stats. And you will go and put them on the properties that you own and then you hit the collect money button and a timer will fill. Sometimes there's a problem where someone's hassling your manager and you got to go and you got to punch them in the face a couple times and then you can then it's good. But for the most part you're you're collecting players in this in this real estate. And part of it's like I just did a side mission where a girl was she had somehow organized other girls in a pyramid scheme to sell their undergarments to people and I convinced them not to do that. And now that girl came up to me and goes, hey, I'm a, I'm a good manager, aren't I? And I go, kind of. And she goes, you got a business, right? And, and then all of a sudden it goes, you recruited this girl into your real estate hmm. business. And I was like, oh, <laughs> she's, but she's a rank A uh, yeah. you know, real estate manager, and I'm going to throw around my, my businesses to collect money. Okay, good. What you are describing is the experience that I had, what, like a year and a half ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the more that you 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 in, you initiate into that that uh, side business, you get story beats, you get extra like, quests, so you get much. final fights. Yeah, you get final fights, and you know you don't have to do any of this, but you do get it. Um, with 
Majima, he uh, he's a he's a cabaret owner, and it's a big fancy one. But he also he meets a a, a dying cabaret owner. Like not di- he's not dying, but his uh, his club is dying. So because of that, he's like, I can help you. And then all of a sudden, now you get you get girls, and what they do is they just go talk to the men. But they have ranks. They could be sexy, cute, funny, interesting, you know. And they have these stats, and then you can dress them to enhance those stats. You can also sit them down and have conversations with them, which is a, like a you know a choose dialogue option mini game that will boost their stats and level them up. And then when it comes to being live, you have a uh, you have all the tables, and as men come in, you assign them different girls. And then you can go, they'll like send you signs that you need to know. Like if they do a circle hand motion, you got to go there and give them an ashtray or you got to give them all this stuff and then they give you money and then ding and then night's over and you, they leveled up and got experience. And you can go around and recruit different girls you meet throughout the game. And it's like, wow, this is like, this is, and and after a while you start fighting other club owners. I'm getting, they become rivals, and I'm then they want to fight you. So Alex describes auto chess here. <laughs> Alex, yeah, it's been thirteen, almost fourteen minutes of you describing every mini game that you could play. Just okay, okay, tell let's us, get, let's, tell let's, us let's what get, your problem with the game is, so that we can call it, call it an episode. Because <laughs> I know that you said yeah, off air that you have a gripe, so I want you to get it's, the opportunity. It's not a, it's not a real gripe. It's, it's not a real gripe. The thought process is that. Um, Yakuza 1 through 5 existed before 0 and part of the reason for 0 is to give context to certain characters and my favorite characters my people that I gravitated towards and I really liked playing as them in their experiences and talking with them turns out they like have one of the characters just becomes the Joker one of the characters is the Joker and throughout the rest of the series just antagonizes Kiryu for seemingly no reason except for to be an agent of chaos. And I, I he was not that in, in Zero, but the idea is you're supposed to see a slow progression throughout the story as to why that character becomes that. And it makes sense. They give you context. You see slow points build where he is kind of having shit thrown at him and he's starting to become crazier but it's more about the fact that like i came in here blind i'm playing it and i'm like that's my favorite character and then like i'm like hey i wonder what how part one is and then i read about part one and i'm like oh that character is something completely different or this other character is like oh he's he's a dastardly man what happened oh no so that's like kind of my gripe is that my favorite characters now are uh completely different than what i i expected but i think that zero is supposed to give context as to how they became that way so that's like the mm. real good purpose of it so now i just i'm gonna i've already downloaded kiwami which is yakuza one okay i've already it's it's installed you're gonna stick it through all the way down to dragon i don't know if i'm gonna i'm not i don't well i'm gonna do like a dragon no matter what but i don't know if i'm gonna go through all six of the originals i'm probably gonna I'm going to at least see how one treats me now that I finished zero and feel how I feel. I think that I, I, I want to understand more about the characters that I loved and why they became the way they did. <laughs> Those are my boys. My heart bleeds for you. But knowing that I played the last entry into the series and mm-hmm. uh, that they sufficiently built up the fights when you encounter characters from the previous portion of the series felt good. So I will tell you, you have something to look forward to if you make it all the way 
to like a dragon oh i definitely am going to make it there all right for sure joel do you have anything that you want to declare before we move on to one last thing maybe i should pick up yakuza zero again uh it won't be anytime soon <laughs> that's okay don't you have to finish I, uh, I, metal gear i mean i guess i don't technically have to but uh when when's homework due two weeks from two now? weeks yeah that's easy yep, two, weeks. two weeks okay I think I I would definitely recommend Yakuza Zero, uh, just because the stuff that they do in it and the amount they give you. Uh, again, you can. The I played like thirty six hours of that game, but there is hundreds of hours for this, and they do this, at, from my understanding, every time. These systems exist in different forms, one or the other, per game. And that's where I'm more just thinking there is a quality to this that they put in that this is a real, this is a city. This is a living city. There is a lot to do and there is, you don't have to feel uh, like you have to engage with it, but also you could just play like my brother and you don't have to engage with the story at all. They actually, after you beat the game, they actually unlock a mode where they say, you, this is an extra mode. You don't have to engage with the story at all. The story doesn't exist. It's just you in the world doing what you want to do. And I'm like, that is fascinating that they built such a world that people just want to do that. It's very cool. So mm-hmm. that quality is there. And that's very exciting to, for me to see. I would at least say make it to three, chapter three. Chapter three of that game gives you like, a, oh, I, I see this and everything that comes with it. Hmm. How many hours did I spend on Like a Dragon? It must have been at least 120. Yeah, let's say that. And I, a, supposedly a I did leave stuff on the table, so... Yeah. I could still go back and try it. and platinum it. Okay. We did it. We made it through Yakuza 0. And, th- and I'll put, a, I'll put a, spoiler, a spoiler warning in there. <laughs> Many spoiler warnings. This week's one last thing is brought to you by a new challenger that arrived. That's right. My Magic the Gathering cards that are coupled with Street Fighter nice. finally came in. Bam. Very, very cool. Do you have them? Very, very cool. cool. Oh, man. That's so cool. Had to check them out today. Looking at that uh, Hadouken... Oh, man. Gonna have to (laughs) revamp some stuff, make a deck in preparation for, you know, whenever I can physically play Magic. Alright, Alex, what do you got? What's your one last thing? I also have a new challenger, as I got my Steam Deck email. I'm very excited. But you don't physically have it yet. Uh, The email was enough for me to get excited. Okay. I mean, they took my money. I'm now just waiting for them to to ship it. I think it took, like, still just three to five days for me to get it is real quick no, but when did around. they give you the email that it was shipped oh boy it definitely felt quick hold on i'll uh search through my messages here if because i got mine on monday and they have not shipped it yet oh well, well. But I'm, I'm very excited um i'm not gonna be the person to like buy games for my steam deck i don't i have like over 300 to 400 games on steam that i still need to play so i don't i don't feel like i need to buy more for my steam deck i'm just excited at the prospects of playing all those old games on two days on steam. 
two days between when I purchased it till it shipped. Son of a... <laughs> so, just to give you an idea. Uh, Joel, what do you got? I'm going to go flip some houses. You do that. <laughs> Did you buy the but pet DLC yet? I... Well, let's define beat here, okay? Uh, I completed all there the missions. There are no more missions for you to do. There are no more okay. missions. I am going to end up making all the houses. I'm going to end up renovating and flipping all the houses, but I'm not there yet. Is there a story? Uh, no. No. <laughs> you know what's really weird? What? There is a story in Power Wash Simulator. I've... I had also heard there's like secret. Lo- there's like a little bit of a secret lore about like a missing cat. Oh, it's... In which one? Power Wash. Yeah. I was going to say that that might make more sense for the other, the house flipping, but there's some weird stuff towards the end of that game, so. Well, I'm glad I'll have something to scratch that itch once I'm done with the house flipper. Do it. I oh, fell back I in. I'm going to go PC. Oh, it's. I'm going to go PC building simulator. <laughs> one they of us will have a great time. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh boy. I think I think that'll do it for uh, this week's episode of Super GG Radio. I can't believe it, guys. 175 in, and I don't even think there's anything, uh, any end in sight, which might be really great or just more terrifying. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash superggradio where on Thursdays we would normally be streaming this podcast but due to Alec being out he was not able to but maybe you'd like to catch us on Saturday where Joel will be scribbling away with scribble knots for the foreseeable future or maybe Monday where you can watch Alex try and take on the, the horrors of Black Mesa Tuesdays we have Alex playing skate with some crunchy tunes. I don't know if crunchy is the right word to use anymore. And then our... Rexel with, with multiplayer. Our newest segment on Wednesdays is Joel Becomes the Bad Guy. You can watch him be the bad guy all the way through Disco Elysium right now. It's really terrible. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did catch some of it. You were a terrible person. And... <laughs> You know, you can always watch those videos on demand on Twitch if you don't want to jump in and miss some of the story. God knows that Disco has a lot of story going on, so... I think... You're real big. I think I got... I got all of the streamings. Did I miss anything? Yep. Nope, you're good. Fine. Fine. Okay, good. But if you would like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio. And please provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thank you for listening, and good game, Joel. Good game. And GG Alex. GG Getty. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to C2 this weekend. Shout out to C2. They don't know it yet. again.